Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for July the 14th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law, the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And it's all about the supreme law of the land should be the political religion of our nation, ladies and gentlemen. The checks and balances should be insisted upon by we, the American people. And peaceful restoration is the answer. Don't let them divide. Don't let them bring us to a next civil war or world war for that matter they love war we love peace which side are you on i may ask welcome to liberty roundtable live i've got huh, let's see today is wednesday i've got monday and tuesday's recaps to do really quick then our guest monday we had our guest on lowell nelson campaign for liberty.org ron paul institute.org we talked about his political leadership school happening on July 31st. Incredible. Sign up for it now, 9 to 5, lunch included, political leadership school. Check it out. Get a hold of Lowell. Um, campaignforliberty.org is the easiest way to get a hold of Lowell. Okay? It's Saigon in Afghanistan, writes Ron Paul, basically saying, hey, you know what it's like Vietnam? Are we ever going to get out of there? Well, now they say we're going to get out of there. The problem is we've funded war, promoted war, armed everybody to the teeth, trained them. Yeah, it's good to leave because we waltzed right in. We can waltz right out is what Ron Paul's fond of saying. At the same time, though, we do this all over the place. Why do we do this? We spend literally decades arming and training and funding wars, and then we get sick of it, so we just bail? Let's not go to war in the first place, okay? Wow. But we continue to be a warmongering nation. Sad to say, but true. We talked about the danger that NATO poses to Americans, writes Jacob G. Hornberger, doing a great job. That article is incredible. We talked about the horrifying rise of total mass media blackouts on inconvenient news stories, writes Caitlin Johnston, or Johnstone, I should say, writing about all kinds of things. You know what? The truth is coming out about vaccines, how horrible they are. The truth is coming out about the coronavirus. It was a big old fraud to destroy America and take global control around the world, reorder the affairs of the economy and a whole lot more. I mean, I could go on and on with vote fraud. Uh, all this is coming to light, though the American people are getting the truth slowly but surely as the new media takes center stage. We talked about uh, this guy. I don't know how to say his name. Sigherber Thordeson. Anyway, strange name. A major witness in the Department of Justice case against Julian Assange got caught admitted now to fabricating evidence and key accusations in the indictment against the WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange so it turned out the government was involved and they lied uh, and they manipulated you and now they got caught lying this witness this major witness of the Department of Justice case admitted that he faked information got caught lying 
Julian Assange once said, the overwhelming majority of information is classified to protect political security, not national security. Boy, how do you that reality check, huh? The Pentagon, believe it or not, admitted years ago that it could not find a single instance of lives lost due to the publications of Julian Assange for which he's now being prosecuted, right? In other words, this case is not and never was about national security. It was about political security and about their narrative control. Ron Paul highlights the fact that truth is treason in an empire of lies. That was our one with Lowell Nelson. Hour two, we had on a good Dr. Scott Bradley with us. FreedomsRisingSun.com, his website. Check out his weekly webinars and more. His goal to preserve the nation. We talked about, is the Delta variant a hoax? Or is it cover for COVID vaccine-related deaths? I think it's both. Biden's army plans for mandatory vaccines. We're going to knock on your door. We're here to give you the shot. Look out, folks. They're out of control. They're drunk with power. French government considers making COVID vaccine mandatory for everyone ages 24 to 59. Insanity. Rand Paul to introduce legislation to repeal mask mandates on planes. I say good for Rand Paul, but is that necessary? Do you have to have a law for everything? A gazillion laws and a gazillion more? Government's out of control. There should already be laws that chain them down if we the people demand the checks and balances. The problem is the people just simply are not engaged. Fire those thugs that would force masks on planes in the first place. We also talked about the bola wrap. People are divided over the high-tech cop lasso. The de-escalation tool, they say, wraps arms, legs. They say without pain. It's handheld like a taser, but shaped more like a cell phone. You press the button, and an eight-foot uh, an eight-foot Kevlar cord, and it wraps you up. Are they going to use that when they knock on your door for the vaccines? If you don't comply, what's going on around here? Residents of the New York or of New York City reacted to the NYPD now has a quote digital dog patrolling with officers in a viral video. The thing's brutal. It's like a robot that's just like comes after you, takes you down. Digital robots, Ebola wraps, more and more and more high tech tools to <clears throat> what neutralize the public, huh? We talked about the untold truth of America's World War II internment camps. We highlighted that reality check from yesteryear and put it in modern times. If you don't get the vaccine, will we see re-education camps in the United States? If you don't go along with transgender, will we see re-education camps? If you don't go along with uh, voting lies, will you be in a re-education camp? Where are they headed? What will they do? Time will tell. We better stand up for liberty while we can. That was Monday's show. Tuesday. Love is like a heat wave. We talked about that and played that tune from yesteryear. We talked about sign the identify, I identify as a human petition. Human since conception is the hashtag. Family Policy Alliance with that petition. I signed it. I identify as a human. I also defy, or identify as a male, a son of the almighty God. That's who I am. Yeah, we're sons and daughters of God Almighty if you believe the biblical reality. Freedom Fight is Winnable, says radio star Sam Bushman. Article and video interview by Alex Newman, thenewamerican.com. By the way, I'm not calling myself a radio star. 
Uh, that's what Alex Jones's, or that's what uh, Alex Newman's article headline is. By the way, we posted it at libertyroundtable.com now as well. We talked about the battle for the sacred cause of liberty is winnable. Yeah, we should be more encouraged today than at any time in the last several decades. The diabolical forces that are trying to destroy America will absolutely lose. We win, folks. Yeah, despite the loss of liberty thus far, we are still a shining city on a hill. We win. More people are engaged in the fight than ever before. I think good news is on the horizon for the American people. Uh, the tyrannical government will still melt down. I get it. But there will be more and more and more, what do you want to call it, pockets of resistance and liberty-minded individuals grouping together for their own safety and mutual respect and honor and integrity. That's happening. Don't be deceived to think that it's not. We talked about higher inflation is here to stay. Inflation is expected to remain elevated and drive up prices for the next several years. Beware. FDA didn't issue new warning on J&J vaccines. CDC says it's been linked to, what do they call this, Guillain-Barre syndrome, whatever it is. Bad news, folks. We talked about that. Pfizer now plans to meet with top U.S. officials asking for a third vaccine shot emergency approval. And my question for these guys is, well, if they don't give you some kind of an illness with their vaccines, why should we let them have one, two, three shots? How many shots will it take? If it's safe and effective, why do we need to beg for a third emergency shot? If we vaccinated so many people, let's wait a little bit, see how it relates to the public and how many people die or get sick or what happens so that then we can get real approval. Why emergency approval if it's so legitimate, so safe, so effective? Why do we need three shots? Hour two yesterday, we had our guest on Kirk Crosby, discussions of all things liberty, localhoneyman.com. Trump addresses CPAC in Dallas, Texas. He identified the most angry person in the U.S. today, Hillary Clinton. He says she's mad thinking, why did you cheat for Joe Biden to get him elected, but you didn't cheat for me in 2016? He mocks Hillary on the campaign stage. Have you checked out frankspeech.com yet? Great new news media site, frankspeech.com. Trump easily wins CPAC straw poll for 2024 presidency. Got 70% of the vote. Imagine that. Wow. Ron DeSantis second. I guess um, Don, uh, Donald Trump Jr. got third. New poll, media trust is at an all-time low. Nearly 60% think the press is more concerned with political ideology and their agenda rather than telling people the real news. John Stossel talks about how you and I can overthrow the fake news media. Everybody realizes how fake the mainstream press media is, and people are leaving it in droves. The new media is taking center stage, ladies and gentlemen, and we're here to be part of that new emergence of we take back the narrative from them, right? Cybersecurity experts have now validated Mike Lindell's claim of packet captures. Mike Lindell, in a new video posted to his Frank TV platform, says his team of cybersecurity experts were able to validate vote fraud. He's going to have a symposium on it. We'll talk about that next hour. Our guest now coming up, Larry Pratt in seconds. Dad, can you make him stop? Honey, he needs to practice. He's been at it an hour. Well, just trying to be patient. Dad... 
It sounds like a cat calling for help or something. Worse, a basement full of cats. Yeah. You know, hon, it is a little hard on the ears. Not you, too. Well, maybe we can all play a game. Andrew, do you want to play a board game? Uh, how about we watch a video? Hide and seek? Oh, I don't know. I give up. Maybe we could all just sneak out of the house. Honey, he's nine years old. We can't leave him home alone. And? We can make him practice with a sock. Well, I guess we'll have to get some ice cream. Did I hear someone say ice cream? Family, isn't it about time? Oh, I see the practice hasn't hurt your ears. Well, I'm a serious musician. Funny that you never seem to get better on that thing. Works every time. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hey, uh, where did all these cats come from? Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? As a physician, I have looked into the eyes of one-pound babies. I have cradled their small bodies in the palm of one hand. I defy those who are careless, who would disregard life and look at these tiny little miracles and say, we're not going to protect that. But I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. Alright, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Larry Pratt, all things Liberty, welcome back, sir. Good to be back, Sam. Before we get into the news, the networks refuse to use topics of today. Do you have any comments on the previous couple of days, news coverage, anything you want to mention? Well, I think it's um, it's kind of noteworthy that uh, those of us who do have access to alternative media, uh, we we, in spite of the school's attempts to keep us from learning how to think for ourselves, to think independently, we've been able to find out that um, it may be that we ought to be just a little bit careful about rushing to get a vaccination. There was a headline in the last couple of days that those that have gotten, there have been more deaths from the uh, coronavirus vaccination in one week than there have been from the virus itself. Um, I'm glad you say that because that was one of the uh, headlines I had to talk to you about. Here's the actual headline. Report more vaccine deaths last week than COVID-19 deaths. The fact that they're offering money to take vaccines... Uh, tells you something is wrong. Art Moore, WND.com, with the piece that I have. But, yes, you've got more now vaccine deaths than you've got deaths from the coronavirus, highlighting what we've been saying all along. It's the first time, and you can bet that the vaccine deaths are going to outpace the other deaths, so they're going to try to muddy the water somehow to deceive the people on this reality check that we've caught them at just this last week, sir. And after we've done the reality check, it's not... Uh, uh that we're saying that, oh, we just better uh, curl up in a corner and shiver and shake and 
and not to go anywhere or do anything. Uh, I, I'm from my own experience. I found that uh, vitamin D and zinc, uh, among other supplements, are extremely effective in fighting viral infection. And COVID is a viral infection. Uh, most times I'm dealing with a cold, but I've dealt with other uh, flus. And uh, if I were to have to deal with COVID, uh, I would just be taking lots of those things uh, early on. And I think uh, chances are uh, I would be one of the 99.5 or 6% uh, that don't succumb to COVID. Uh, in other words, <laughs> we're going to tear up our whole society and throw away our liberty and hand it over to the government for something that uh, uh, takes the lives of less than 1% of the people that are affected by it. This is really an, a, a masterpiece. Joseph Goebbels, the propaganda minister for Hitler, would have thought, this deserves a Ph.D. in propaganda. Amen to that. Now, listen to this. I find this interesting, too. You know, Fauci in the beginning said that we're going to have, you know, several million dead, two, three, four million, depending on when and what and who said it and everything else. I don't know if you know, but it's, what, 18 months after, pretty much? All right? Right, right. And we literally have 600,000 Americans dead, they say, from COVID-19. But now that we've learned how they categorize the deaths and everything else, that number's not even accurate. So with the heightened increased number literally calling every death a coronavirus death, they've only managed to get 600 according to their own records, 600,000. Now, I'm not dismissing those deaths, uh, but many of them died from the flu, which those numbers are non-existent. Many of them died from all kinds of other uh, statistics that we used to have. Uh, uh, numbers on broken out separately. Now they're all collated into COVID-19 deaths, but they've only got 600,000. That's not even close to the two, three, four million they were predicting, not even close. And it's been not only uh, over a year, it's been like 18 months since this started. They first said it started in March, but now they're admitting, you know what, people were getting sick in November and December and January, February. So it started earlier. It's literally been uh, close, almost two years. It's been at least a year and a half. Uh, and they've only got 600,000 deaths, even with their cook-the-books numbers. How do I know their cook-the-books numbers? Well, if there was a massive increase of death numbers due to the COVID, insurance, um, life insurance rates would be going up to manage uh, the deluge of deaths. The fact is, it hasn't. All we've done is taken flu deaths and pneumonia deaths and all these other kind of deaths, and we've literally moved them into the coronavirus deaths. But even after that, they only come up with 600,000. They're so far out in the weeds, and they've been caught at it, Larry. Well, at least the one good thing about all of this uh, uh, sleight of hand is that, well, gee, uh, yeah, maybe COVID has gone up in its death toll, but look how the death toll from the flu has gone down. Isn't that a wonderful thing? <laughs> it's, these guys are, they think that they're Houdini, but we saw their hands moving. We saw what they were doing. And then we literally uh, bring this up to them, and they're like, oh, you need a scientific degree. You can't compare flu to the COVID. They're different disease." And my response is, then how does one go down, one go up, and how do the numbers not rise in the insurance tables? How does that happen, then? How dumb am I? Let's argue it. Pretend I'm not a scientific expert. Fine. But how about the reality check that we've got to openly, honestly admit to and discuss? They won't do it. 
No, they won't. Uh, nothing to hear, to see here. Just keep on moving. And uh, meanwhile, Dr. Fauci, who's given his contradictory advice over the duration of this, uh, continues to be uh, a spokesman for the establishment. Uh, and he's not credible at all because he doesn't, uh, he's not consistent. He doesn't stick to the same story. And if these are well-established scientific facts, then how can that be? Now, understand, real science uh, will uh, verify or uh, put the lie to a theorem, an idea. And that's the whole idea of science is you test whether or not it's a good idea or not. Well, I think we're finding out that believing Fauci is not a good idea, believing Fauci is not good science. Well, and let's be honest about the discussions when it comes to Fauci. You know, I don't know why Trump didn't fire him in the first place. Uh, but what I would say to this to this um, coronavirus scenario, why do we muzzle all the doctors, frontline doctors and everybody else who are saying ivermectin and other uh, very simple, very inexpensive, very time-tested protocols are working very successfully? Why do we have to muzzle all the news guys like me, they shut me down on Twitter. So I don't have a Twitter yeah. uh, active account anymore because I reported on a story out of Israel that said more people are dying from the coronavirus in the elderly population vaccine than they are from the virus itself. Now we're seeing that on a weekly basis right here in the United States. But they shut me down over that. Now, here's the question. Why shut the media people down telling the truth on, on this? And why shut down all these frontline doctors that believe there are other solutions if their narrative is correct, why not just let it play out in the free interplayer or free interaction of ideas uh, in America? Why shut us all down that don't care their narrative? And if that's not a telltale sign that they're on to fraud, I don't know what is. And that which has been effective in dealing with um, the COVID virus, hydroxychloroquine, well, that's been uh, poo-pooed and even made illegal for in some states for pharmacists to dispense. And yet when it's used early on, uh, if one weren't to pursue the other remedies that I was mentioning earlier with vitamin D and, and zinc, uh, it's very effective also, and it's cheaper than all get out, and you can go online and order it. I've done it. But but why shut down the other side of the story, all those people? I mean, these frontline positions aren't political. They tried to uh, beat up Pierre Corey, Dr. Pierre Corey, who testified before yep. Congress about ivermectin. They beat him up and challenged his credibility, said that he was into politics. He's just like, listen, I want to save lives. I can't do this anymore. I can't uh, pretend that it's worse than it is. We have answers that are being shut down. Okay, he was why this shutdown of the, of the other side of the story? <laughs> yeah. He was accused of being into politics. You'll find, and I'm sure you've seen this too, Sam, that uh, every time we hear an accusation from a liberal, he's actually accusing himself because he's the one that's doing and he's projecting onto other people. They must be doing what I'm doing. So here's the question that I have. Why don't we start to prosecute uh, Fauci? I mean, this guy has been proven to be a liar. He literally uh, ignored the evidence that it came from a Chinese lab, pretend that it came from a, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, a wet meat um, market or whatever else. They got caught lying about that a year later. He knew the difference, knew better, got caught lying. How come we can't prosecute this guy? He's a criminal, and people are dead because of his actions. 
Well, they may not have sworn him under oath when he testified in Congress, and that would be the little legal gotcha or uh, get you a jail-free card that he was given. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, hang tight. Larry Pratt with us. I want to come to a gun story. Good news, U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit we're going to talk about with Larry Pratt coming up. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live nationally syndicated radio talk show. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Misinformation. That's how Texas Governor Greg Abbott described President Biden's speech Tuesday on voting integrity laws sweeping the nation after the 2020 general election. President Biden and the Democrats must stop the misinformation. Texas is very simply making it easier to vote and harder to cheat. The National Interagency Fire Center is reporting more than 14,000 firefighters and support personnel were attacking fires covering a million acres of land out west. More than 60 active large fires are burning in western states and Alaska. Senate Democrats reached a partisan agreement Tuesday night on a $3.5 trillion budget plan that would expand Medicare and fund climate change initiatives. After Tuesday's dismal inflation indicator, the Consumer Price Index jumped over 5% since this time last year. Economists are questioning if now is a good time to print more money. USA Radio News. America's military is under attack from the woke anti-Christian far left. Even our top generals are ignoring the threat. Now, Grant Stinchfield exposes the real dangers. Tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern on Newsmax. Stinchfield and Newsmax are telling you the truth about the far left's real agenda and Joe Biden's policies. That's why millions are tuning into Stinchfield and Newsmax. And Newsmax is the only major news network carrying President Trump's rallies live. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If your operator doesn't carry it, call them, tell them you want it, or you can switch. Watch Newsmax on most streaming systems like Roku, Samsung, LG, Pluto, Zumo, and more. Plus, download the free Newsmax app on your phone and start watching now. Newsmax has become one of America's biggest news networks, as Americans like you switch to a trusted news source. Every weeknight, watch great shows with Grant Stitchfield, Greg Kelly, Cortez and Pellegrino, Rob Schmidt, and a lot more. Newsmax is real news. Watch it. A gesture of goodwill towards the Cuban people is coming from U.S. lawmakers. Dan Naraki reports. The U.S. State Department is looking into ways to support the Cuban people after thousands took to the street this weekend in the largest protest that the country has seen in years. State Department spokesman Ned Price said Tuesday that the department was considering an array of options with a focus on humanitarian needs. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says this is the chance for the change that the U.S. has sought in Cuba for decades. The California Republican tells Fox News that we should offer as much help as possible to those Cubans calling for their freedom. We should be promoting democracy everywhere in the world. This is 90 miles away. We've been craving the opportunity to change Cuba. What have we watched for decades of people who would leave there, risk their lives coming across for the idea of freedom? Here is a window of opportunity that we should not let pass by. We should, in the strongest manner, help those who desire freedom to be able to attain it inside Cuba. Thank you for listening. We are USA Radio News.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Larry Pratt on your radio. Yeah, more vaccine deaths last week than COVID-19 deaths. The fact they're paying people money makes you wonder as well. Incredible article, artmorewnd.com. Uh, also, here's this story that I want to highlight. Very, very interesting good news to a great degree, in my opinion. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit ruled on Thursday that laws banning firearms dealers from selling handguns to customers under the age of 21 is unconstitutional. The decision stated there's no reason that the Second Amendment should be treated differently than the other God-given inalienable rights. And, um, hey, 18-year-olds have Second Amendment rights as well, and the federal government failed to justify its infringement of those rights. This is a huge uh, victory, in my opinion, Larry. It's very encouraging uh, that a decision like this would come down, especially uh, from a panel in the Ninth Circuit, which traditionally... This is the Fourth Circuit right here. Oh, I'm sorry, the Fourth Circuit, yes, which sir. is uh, also some a circuit that's been very pro-government in the past. Um, they've um, Many decisions have said, well, if the, if the government wants to do this, uh, you have to give them the benefit of the doubt in so many words. Well, that's not the, the direction this court took this time, and that's very encouraging that even uh, individual rights in the area of the Second Amendment are now uh, something that uh, this, uh, often in the past, pro-government, government first, government always, court has now rendered on behalf of the individual rights protected by the Bill of Rights. Anyway, I think it's great news. I think it's a start. I know it's not enough, but any win we get is a good win. And in my opinion, this one is pretty trend-setting. Several points. One, that if you're under 21 but you're an adult, you still have God-given inalienable rights, the same as everyone else. That's important. And then to note that there shouldn't be special treatment distinguishing between the different Bill of Rights is critical as well. Two main points, Larry. Well, if people at the age of 18 are able to vote, then they certainly should be able to protect themselves at the same age. If they can't... If they don't have the judgment to protect themselves, what in the world are we doing letting them vote? Uh, and I think the, the logical answer is, well, we've decided as, as a society that you can vote at 18. Uh, most people, hopefully, got some judgment by that time. That's, of course, a debatable assumption uh, in view of what our government schools are doing. But in any case, once you've come to that conclusion and you can vote uh, at that age, well, then I think uh, it's pretty hard to make the argument that you shouldn't be able to uh, defend yourself, that you can't somehow you have the wisdom to vote, but you don't have the wisdom to decide whether your life's in danger. Well, the other issue is that you have the ability at 18 to go into the military, die for your country, uh, and you're basically issued uh, a firearm uh, in the military, and you're trained to use it. So if you're able to die for your country, issued a firearm in the military and trained to use it, is certainly as a civilian, you shouldn't have less rights, right? I, I think that's a, a collateral argument that uh, is very difficult for the uh, anti-Second Amendment, anti-individual gun ownership folks uh, to deal with. And 
Happily, they lost in the Fourth Circuit. Hopefully, uh, that's a very good omen. Uh, there may be other uh, decisions coming down in a contrary way that would accelerate the likelihood of this case going to the Supreme Court. Uh, it may be that the government will appeal it to the Supreme Court, uh, and in which case, uh, if that were to happen, if it gets to the Supreme Court, um, well, we'll see. We've, we probably have a better shot there than we would have had two, three years ago. There's always been a big date about a big debate about what the word infringement means, and to me, it's so simple. But yet, it's been debated and kind of dissected and manipulated. The court's very clear now, too, saying the federal government failed um, to basically uh, justify its infringement. Well, that even admits they realize it's an infringement as well. Very good point, and uh, <laughs> infringements. Uh are uh, kind of hard to get, you know, that's a concept that's kind of hard to get around because the language of, of the Second Amendment uh, says that the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And uh, I always thought, and you know, look it up in the dictionary, but infringe kind of connotes even a little bit. Uh, you, you just don't mess with it. Uh, you keep your hands off. And um, maybe we're finally coming around to that uh, across the board view in in this area, uh, just as we have in the area of the First Amendment. We can only pray that that's true, but I bring that up because they always want to debate, you know, infringement. I say, no, it's so simple, you can't touch it, not even a little bit, as you point out. And the court literally in this decision admitting that with their Fourth Circuit Court of Appeal ruling, um, which basically said the federal government failed to justify its infringement. So they're admitting it's infringement, and they're saying the government didn't even justify. Now, there is one little loophole. They could say at other times the government does justify their infringement. That might be another topic. But they're admitting it's infringement now, whereas before they've claimed, oh, no, it's not. You still have the right to go hunting, or you still this or that, and they always make these manipulated claims, but they even blatantly admit it now. Uh, so now when we talk about infringement, all we got to do is quote this Supreme Court decision and say, look, they're even acknowledging that it's infringement, so stop. And so we, we have another gain there uh, if we dissect this language properly and understand what's going on. Anyway, I thought that was great news, uh, in my opinion. It's very encouraging, and hopefully it's uh, going to give us the opportunity to pursue uh, other uh, decisions uh, in the Second Amendment area based on that precisely for the kinds of reasons that you've just laid out. Uh, well, what is the infringement that could be justified when the amendment itself says shall not be infringed? Yeah, if you look at the Second Amendment, no infringement is justified, let's be very clear, when, especially when the Bill of Rights is a prohibition on the general government saying you cannot do these things, that adds to the cause uh, as well. All right, there's a lot of stuff going on in Cuba. Massive protests erupt in Cuba as citizens demand an end to the communist dictator's abuse. We want freedom. Ryan Saavedra with the article that I have. Thousands nationwide take to the streets because they're sick of and they want to be against communism. Isn't that interesting? The left is silent, Larry. It's, um, it's got to bring some real concern to, to the extreme liberals in our country. 
like the squad uh, headed up by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Um, they, um, they're trying to fob off the uprising, uh, the demands for freedom, uh, saying, well, this is a result of climate change. <laughs> and, you know, the more they make arguments like that, I think the more they beclown themselves and the less seriously they're likely to be taken on this or perhaps many other issues. Uh, now, this doesn't have anything to do with climate change. I'm somewhat familiar with uh, Cuba. Uh, it has the same tropical climate uh, uh, consistently, and that doesn't change regardless of whatever people want to say about climate change. <laughs> probably wish the climate would change in Cuba because it's uh, mostly hot and humid most of the year. <laughs> so they could do for a little climate change, but it's not happening. Uh, what is happening is that they, the communist government uh, seems to have reached the aging point, uh, even as the Soviet Union did. Uh, and after so many decades, people uh, get to the point where they will risk their lives in the street against an armed government when they don't have anything like it to match what the government has. And they are now confronting the armed thugs that have held on to power uh, since 1960 in Cuba. And it may well be uh, that it's coming to an end uh, after about the same number of decades, maybe a little sooner uh, than the Soviet empire, uh, certainly much less than the uh, left-wing uh, uh, socialist uh, Nazi uh, regime lasted in Germany. But um, it's it's very good to see that uh, uh, the people of Cuba um, are uh, hopefully saying to the communists, uh, uh, your, um, uh, your ruling card has expired. It's no longer accepted here. Biden seems to be weaponizing the uh the department of justice uh he says no way that an ak-47 is going to take care of you biden mocks founding father quotes on militias uh where thomas jefferson talked about the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants it's its natural manure anyway i bring that up because that relates to the cuba discussion and the Bay of Pigs as well. We'll talk about it in seconds on your radio. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. 
As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Interesting, back in the 60s, the Bay of Pigs scenario. We've uh, flat out got betrayed and embraced communism. We've been doing so for the last 70 years since. Well, let's see, 40, 20, 60 years since. Uh, massive protests now erupt in Cuba. Uh, people are taken to the streets saying we want an end to communism. This is out of control. We're going to risk our lives. We don't care. And the reason they're doing this now is because the people are hungry. Literally uh, starving from food we hear and more. But I find that interesting when we have a headline. I had this a week or so ago, maybe two weeks. I can't remember. Biden weaponizing the Department of Justice. No way an AK-47 is going to take care of you. Biden dismisses founding father, quote, on militias. The quote he's talking about is Thomas Jefferson. The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time by the blood of patriots and tyrants. It's natural manure. He mocked that quote, butchered it, and basically said the blood of patriots. He didn't say anything about tyrants, obviously. Uh, but I don't think that there's a disconnect between these two realities. I think that they're directly related. Larry Pratt. Sam, it might be that uh, Biden is looking nervously uh, at the events of the last uh, several years. We had the downfall of the communist empire uh, at the end of the 80s. Uh, we had uh, uh, others come to an end, and now... Uh, we may very well be watching, hopefully we are, uh, the end of the communist empire in Cuba, where tens of thousands of people were put up against the firing wall and executed because they didn't support the regime of Fidel Castro and his uh, cutthroat brother, Raul, who was the uh, uh, sort of the head of the secret police agencies uh, for the communist government of Cuba. Uh, this, now they're both gone from the scene, and people that uh, are not as well known are in charge, uh, and maybe they're not so much in charge. We can hope. Now, the idea that our government, current government, under the Biden administration would do anything to help the freedom fighters, I'm afraid, is a very mistaken idea. Um, if anything, they'll help the regime. Uh, but uh, it may be that the Cuban people are at such a desperate point. They are so hungry, uh, and they're not getting medicines. Uh, uh, the communists used to uh, tell us one of their favorite lies and how they had done such a wonderful job reforming 
the health care system. Well, they've done a wonderful job, all right. They've done a wonderful job in running it into the ground. Um, Cuba was a country that had a better standard of living than France when Castro took over. Uh, France wasn't uh, quite as nice as the United States, but it was a very comfortable place, both France and Cuba. Well, France is pretty much on, on the same level that it was, but Cuba, of course, is now one of those S-hole countries that uh, President Trump referred to, and it just drives the liberals crazy when you point out what a mess they make, because that's what communists do in their greed to control power and money and live like kings themselves. Uh, it doesn't matter how the rest of the people are living. That's what happens. And Well, uh, and we can't overlook the fact that these dictatorships, these communist countries are godless. And whenever you're godless and turn your back on Almighty God and think you're above God, it goes all wrong, sir. Happens every time. That's a very good point. Uh, and that was one of the common elements uh, in all of these dictatorships. Uh, and, and even to this day, you see the Chinese communists. Uh, who do we read that they're really at war against? Well, one of the main groups in China that they're concerned about are those blankety-blank Christians that are there meeting on Sundays, uh, trying to stay out of the way of the regime. They're not confronting uh, the communist government uh, that I'm aware of, that's just not something that Chinese Christians are doing, uh, but that's uh, the trouble they get themselves into if they get caught at some kind of a gathering of Christians. Oh, boy. Well, they're just hoping to have the freedoms that people came to the uh, Americas, uh, or I should say to the colonies back in the day, the same kind of discussion in the reality check. Anyway, I, I agree yep. Biden's getting nervous. He's wondering what's going to happen in America. But all things are coming to America as they are in other countries, sad to say. If they mask us all, if they shut us down, if they let this, quote, Delta variant go crazy and start manipulating and locking down the people again, Americans might end up getting hungry. We've right now got a huge... Um, drought going on that might eventually turn into a famine if we're not very careful prices are going up headline says inflation spikes uh, and it's a very big concern they say inflation is going to be here for the next several years i don't know that the american wallet can take that after all their businesses have been shut down larry isn't it isn't it interesting that these were concerns that were not discussed in terms of a threat within the united states when, uh, when trump was president but the first thing biden did literally the first thing the first day he was in power the day of the inauguration he undid some 200 executive orders that trump had issued uh, nullifying things that obama had done uh, trump basically took the hands of tyranny off the throat of freedom so that freedom could once again speak eat and breathe and now those hands are going back on the throat, and golly, guess what? Things are heading south again. Are we surprised? Not at all. By the way, not only are they uh, moving us towards a communist regime, a socialist regime, whatever you want to call it, um, they're doing it in a global fashion. So Donald Trump was very clear about America first. He lowered taxes. He did quite a bit of good there. 
Um, Biden and crude doing the very opposite. Janet Yellen, the head of the United States Federal Reserve, right? Well, now they say the U.S. is optimistic after Yellen makes case for global taxes. New York Times with the article. Listen carefully. The Treasury Secretary um, was in Europe to gather support for a global tax plan, an agreement that gains the support of the group of 20 nations on Saturday. Um, So here's what I'm saying, Larry. These people need to be arrested, though. Imagine going to the global world and saying we want to put a tax on people, avoiding our Congress, avoiding our checks and balances, um, and going to a global group. Um, The United States is hopeful that Ireland will drop its resistance to joining the global tax agreement. Now, I don't understand how she can run around Europe and put together a global plan to put taxes on the American people. She's literally violating the Constitution, turning into a global criminal. And she's uh, raising taxes, which have to start uh, in the House of Representatives per our Constitution. And yet what she's talking about is a global agreement that only has to be ratified in the United States Senate. So it's a tax increase that she's proposing that never originates in the House of Representatives. Very, very unconstitutional. She took an oath to uphold the Constitution. I'm not sure she would recognize the Constitution if it slapped her in the face. Now listen to this. They say that it would be a new global minimum tax of at least 15%. What could be wrong, right? Uh, (laughs) They're going to destroy the United States economy, something that uh, Trump had substantially uh, given new vitality to by getting rid of all those executive orders. Now they're coming back, and it looks like they're coming back with a vengeance. They're going to try to yoke us to taxes originating even abroad, not even uh, in the United States Congress anywhere. Uh, And that is so over the top. who knows? Maybe we're going to see what they're seeing in Cuba. If these characters like Yeltsin keep uh, pushing these ideas, and Biden, of course, uh, going along with whatever his advisors tell him to do, um, we might see the kind of mass uprising here in the United States that other countries have seen, and they're experiencing it right now in Cuba. All right, now listen to this, Larry. More than 130 countries have already backed the framework of the global agreement, which would be the largest shakeup of the international tax system in decades. The holdouts right now are Ireland, Hungary, and Estonia. Anyway, she's going to Venice and Brussels, and she's literally trotting around the globe to force global taxation on the world. I can see these uh, countries' leaders drooling at the thought of getting their hands in the United States piggy bank what a dream for them come true uh, all that money and they don't have to take it from their own people they don't have to risk what the cubans are going through right now oh this is uh, this is made in heaven as far as they're concerned uh, actually i can tell them where it's made it's not heaven this is hard to even think about usher in a global minimum tax of 15 percent 
More than 130 countries have already backed the framework of the global agreement. I look at this and I go, how come we can't arrest, say, a Janet Yellen? Where does she get authority to trot around the globe and push for a global tax? I mean, Congress should have her arrested and go, wait a minute. In America, we have a check and balance system. And your global trotting uh, agenda to circumvent our domestic laws uh, is not acceptable. She should be arrested right now. Am I crazy? Uh, she should certainly be uh, told by uh, all of those of us who are thinking people, hopefully a majority, that, uh, ma'am, you're dangerous. We're not going to pay a never mind of what you're saying. Uh, why don't you, you've got a few years under your belt now. Why don't you just go and retire, shut up, and stop hurting the country? I just don't even know how to respond to this kind of stuff. How do we let someone like this run around and do this? Well, and it's you're right. It's how do we allow that? Uh, because we don't really uh, understand our own constitution. It's a little hard to insist then that our uh, elected leaders uh, follow the constitution. They've taken a, an oath to uphold or the appointed leaders like Yeltsin. So it starts with us. Uh, it's hard to even know how to respond to some of this because if we don't stop it, I mean, what's going to happen once they get a global tax? That global tax of 15% is huge. It will fuel, the next step will be a global army. Larry? There you go. Uh, that's a very good logical extension uh, because that's what all that money would pay for. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I just thought I'd bring this thing, these things to Larry Pratt's attention. They say more than 130 countries have already backed a framework of the global agreement, ladies and gentlemen. This is dangerous. They're going for broke right now, ladies and gentlemen. We better do something. We better get involved and use the checks and balances quickly. Larry Pratt, thank you, my friend. We'll have you back soon. Thank you, Sam. There he goes, Larry Pratt. Doing a great job, as always, standing for the sacred cause of liberty. Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. Kirk Crosby joins us. We're going to talk about election fraud more in detail and what Mike Lindell is doing. He's got a summit coming up in South Dakota, and uh, we'll tell you all about it more. For Sam Bushman, Larry Pratt, and the rest of the Liberty Roundtable Live team, we declare this nation shall endure. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Donate liberally today, would you please? God save the republic. Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for July 14th in the year of our Lord, 2021. Hour two of two. Our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, the checks and balances are critical as we back the Supreme law of the land the constitution for the united states of america the bill of rights 
and most importantly, the checks and balances. Kirk Crosby's with me. Discussion of all things Liberty. His website, localhoneyman.com. Raw honey delivered directly to your door. To learn more, localhoneyman.com. Or text or call 801-669-2211 or email Kurt, C-U-R-T, at libertyroundtable.com. Welcome back, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, Greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. You are very welcome. We talked yesterday, uh, second hour, uh, quite a bit about the new media opportunities uh, via Mike Lindell uh, in his um, frankspeech.com platform. Uh, and how the new media is taking center stage, and more and more and more, they cannot ignore us. There's a lot of new media offerings that are really encouraging. We're excited about that. Uh, we talked about vote fraud. Uh, we talked about Sidney Powell and Mike Lindell and many others highlighting it. We didn't get a chance to get this article that I wanted to get to, which I think is very good. Mike Lindell's Cyber Symposium uh, is scheduled for August the 10th, the 11th, and the 12th. Sioux Falls, South Dakota, a Republican stronghold. Mark Schlindau, I think is how you say his name, is the author of the article. And uh, Mike Lindell says that this cyber symposium will be the answer to the election fraud uh, reality. Now, yesterday we talked in detail about these packet capturing realities that Mike Lindell has been able to uh, work on and have evidence of. What are we saying? We're saying that packets across the Internet have all kinds of information in layers about where they came from, the time, the date, what systems and servers they went through, locations, etc. In other words, the whole routing uh, is added as it goes along and then taken off as it arrives. It's encoded and decoded. Anyway, these real-time is the point packets are what Mike Lindell and others have been able to use packet sniffers and catch, proving that there was vote fraud, proving that hey, these voting machines and these tabulation machines and everything else were literally communicating with communist systems. And the question is who, why, how, where, what, etc. That's what this symposium is going to be all about. Right, Kurt? You hit it on the nose, Sam. Good work. Right on target, as far as I can understand. Uh, and, you know, uh, Mike Lindell says he's uh, reserved a 1,000 hotel rooms you know that's a thousand rooms in sioux falls south dakota uh, as far as i understand august 10th through the 12th um so a little less than a month away um and uh, you know you've got uh, representatives from as many as uh, six countries uh, as far as i understand according and when to when we the say representatives we're talking about not only representatives of the country but we're talking about digital cyber experts from those countries as well right that's what I understand. Uh, it says uh, cybersecurity experts from at least six other countries will attend the August 10th to 12th event. Uh, Lindell firmly believes that Trump will be reinstated as president via one of three legal avenues. Uh, he made this announcement, um, announcement on what's called uh, War Room Podcast from uh, with Steve Bannon. If you're not familiar with Mr. Steve Bannon, he's uh, one of the Trump insiders from the early days who, you know, was basically beat up and uh, gone after big time by the uh, insider media 
which tells me mm, he's probably a pretty good guy. Um, you know, and I <laughs> wish it weren't that way, but that's, uh, I remember in the early days of this whole thing with Sam and I, uh, one of our, uh, I guess you could say mentors at the time says, if you're catching flack, you're right on target. And uh, Amen to that. So he was on the war room on July 3rd, right? Yes. And uh, then on what's called the Brannon House, uh, the guy's name is, I think that's his name, uh, Brannon. That's right, Brannon House Live. Yes, sir. Very good. Um, And that's, uh, you can watch that on the uh, Frank speech uh, when you go there, uh, frankspeech.com, they have what's called uh, live, um, or excuse me, Lindell TV. And uh, right now, when I flip there, you know, you'll see uh, War Room, Pandemic, etc. And uh, it's Mike Lindell's effort to do what you've taught us forever, Sam, and that is. You know, the phrase, he who owns the media makes the rules. This guy's been taught that simply by basically being censored and uh, uh, blacked out by the establishment media. So he didn't just, uh, you know, run away and uh, give up uh, or join them. He's basically done what you suggested, start our own, and uh, boy, he's, he's going to work on it, isn't he? And here's what I find impressive. So Mike Lindell being shut down by the mainstream press virtually 100%. I mean, a blackout. But because of War Room with Steve Bannon uh, and because of uh, Brandon House Live, uh, he was able to basically get on his own media outlet partnering with these uh, newscasters uh, to tell the tale on July 3rd and July 4th. And this is why we say to you, ladies and gentlemen, it's so critical of what news you listen to. If you listen to us, you're going to get the story because we're willing to partner with them. We're willing to tell their side of the story, okay? Others aren't, but you listen to Liberty Roundtable Live or you listen to Brandon or you listen to um, uh, Steve Bannon or others. You know, you can get this information before it was shut down. But now Trump can get out information via these networks, and so can uh, Steve Bannon, uh, so can Brandon House, so can Mike Lindell and others. Now, Mike Lindell further claims, in truth, that Trump beat Biden 80 to 68 million among legitimate registered voters. That's a huge difference. That's over 12 million votes different. Now, they can commit fraud with that kind of a disparity. It is shocking, Kurt. Well, I couldn't agree more, Sam, and it's uh, so vital. You know, I remember the phrase years ago that uh, I, I... can't remember exactly who said it, but uh, the phrase was, in America, we typically change power based on ballots, not on bullets. In other countries, many times it's based on bullets, Um, you know, and we don't really want it. Uh, We want to avoid violence and that kind of thing. And so that's why, to me, this whole issue, the issue of the... Well, the honesty or integrity of the vote is so, so critical. Uh, it's basically, it's, it's the issue of being able to uh, maintain some kind of society, if you will, or basically moving into uh, the ways that so many other countries have changed power, and that is uh, 
whoever's got more guns and uh, is willing to use them, they can take out whoever they want, and then they can install themselves. So, you know, in this case, he uh, in this article that you mentioned, Sam, by this guy named Mark Schwindau, I guess is how you say it. I'm not exactly sure, but um, he says, uh, you know, he's reserved ample hotel rooms. And uh, when I listen to Mike Lindell, he says uh, about a thousand rooms all around this area to house these cybersecurity experts, politicians, and members of the news media. Uh, thus, when I heard that, I thought, Man, it's, uh, I don't know exactly what the uh, drive is from uh, where we are to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, but it's probably uh, within doing, uh, you know, the article continues. It says his concern is others who oppose him may, and that's a big word I think here, try to sabotage his efforts to hold this event. Uh, fraudulent journalists it's just have over a thousand miles claims, from where we are to as, that, Kurt. Very good, Sam. Uh, so, you know, I mean, uh, that's a pretty good little hike, I guess you could say. But uh, Yes, it uh, is. But a well-worth-it one, I might add, though. Now, Lindell basically says that, hey, he's going to um, give you the venue at a future date. Uh, and there's a reason that he's holding off on telling you exactly where the venue will be, Kurt. Well, and that was uh, so that they could secure those hotel rooms and that kind of thing um, and make sure they had the uh, security and everything in place. Um, and, uh, you know, so these these things, uh, Mike Lindell, is, he's got a great track record, Sam. And uh, I know that some might point to a few little uh, things in his past, but you look at what he has done business-wise, et cetera, uh, with this company of his and then how he continues, even in the face of a billion-dollar-plus uh, lawsuits from big entities that so many others, uh, whether it's Fox News or so many other big players have just wilted in the, uh, well, I guess you could say, uh, uh, in the face of these uh, so-called lawsuits, uh, he calls them lawfare, like warfare. Uh, Mike Lindell calls this kind of stuff lawfare. Yeah, it's intimidation by lawfare, ladies and gentlemen. It's absolute Amen. obliteration of the rule of law uh, as they use lawfare. It's kind of like info wars. It's law wars going on is the point, and it's well taken. The reason Mike Lindell won't deliver the venue of where it's exactly going to be at right now he doesn't want others to shut down and sabotage the event before it even gets off the ground. We'll talk more about it in seconds. Kurt Cosby with me. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually, gold is money. 
And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. There's a lot to this Mike Lindell Cyber Symposium, ladies and gentlemen. He basically says he doesn't want to d- tell you the exact venue yet. All right. The event is scheduled for August 10th, 11th, and 12th in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. He doesn't want to give the exact venue because there's going to be people that will try to sabotage the whole event. Uh, I'll give you an example to make the point. Claims by Bill Barr in the mainstream press said there are no election fraud. The problem is... They're void of any proof to substantiate their claims, ladies and gentlemen. That's the problem with it, right? Now, understand this issue is very serious. The courts have not been willing to even look at this. All right. When asked to show documentation to prove Mike Lindell's claims to be false or asked to investigate the claims, they offer nothing. So these people who claim Mike Lindell's full of baloney and doesn't have any evidence, they won't let him even show his evidence. But yet when we say, where's the proof that he's not right, they don't have it. All right. During a Saturday session of War Room, that's Steve Bannon's uh, show, if you will. Everyone has been coming up to Lindell. Now, I find this really intriguing, Kurt. Everyone comes up to Lindell saying, you're our hope. You're our answer. You're our future. And then Mike Lindell says this. I'm thinking to myself. You know, God provided me with a great platform for times such as these. That's how I see it. Lindell feels humbled and blessed by the public of outpouring he's received. Um, This is the guy that points it to God, Kurt. Well, that's right. And he's quoting there, Sam. I I believe it sounds almost exactly like it, but uh, it sounds like he's quoting, is it, uh, it's not Ruth, but it's... um, which which one is the lady that was uh going to uh the great uh you know um she she was replacing um the uh queen that was you know sent out and then she was a jew herself and she was representing her people i'm trying to remember that story in the bible but you know where he's where yeah, she's not says, for such no it isn't uh but i i'm just trying to remember um it's anyway, Queen Esther, this lady, my 
That's right. Good. Um, and so he says, you know, God provided me with a great platform for such a time as this. And that's the phrase that you'll find that she said. And uh, he says, and that's how I see it. Uh, and he, the article says, Lindell feels humbled and blessed by the public outpouring of support he has received. Um, and, uh, you know, I, it's certainly, some would say, well, you know, I haven't even heard about this. Um, you know, how come I haven't heard about this? Yeah, if that's this? not I, positive I, proof there's something wrong here, then I don't know what is. Why haven't you even heard about it? Even if they disagree, why, why won't they report the news? Look, well, look at the who, what, exactly when, right. where, why of the story, Kurt. Who, Mike Lindell. Where? Mm -hmm. Well, in South Dakota. When? Um, August 10th, 11th, and 12th. What? Vote fraud allegations. Why? Because they believe there was vote fraud and they have a story to tell. Lindell said we're going to show you everything. We're going to reveal it all. And then Lindell basically says that the mainstream press is already criticizing him. Legal experts and the members of the media are already criticizing his efforts to have this public symposium at all. Why would they criticize it? Why wouldn't they just say, hey, we'll be there. We'll see your evidence. Well, in my opinion, one of the key reasons they're going to either not say anything about it or they're going to criticize it is they're scared, Sam. They're scared because of uh, one of the biggest things they're scared of is this thing called lawfare. And uh, these, uh, these guys, whether it's Dominion or so many others, they use these, uh, in my opinion, wicked attorneys and uh, courts, judges, and, you know, et cetera, to basically um, hush people up, to silence them, uh, to, to uh, well, I mean, you, we've seen it. We Remember the whole Seth Rich thing, right? I mean, you, yes, you, sir, good if, point. You're, if you're not familiar with Seth Rich, uh, you know, it's a great story, but, you know, Fox uh, reported on it a little bit early. But then uh, they were threatened with lawsuits, so they basically shut up about it, and they just talked about something else. And that's what so many times these larger entities that have, quote, a lot to lose, if you will, um, they can be silenced simply by a threat of lawsuit. Don't you think, Sam? I think without a doubt. And I think they've chilled people literally for years on this altar. It hasn't been called lawfare to this point. It hasn't been so, you know, law, war law, whatever you want to call it. It hasn't been articulated to this point, but that's what we're having. Anytime the news media, for example, take Seth Rich. Anytime somebody had an alternative story on Seth Rich, we're going to sue your socks off. We're going to shut you down. Same thing with Sandy Hook. If you don't believe the Sandy Hook story, hey, Alex Jones got slaughtered over that. Sadly, now was Alex Jones perfect in his reporting? I don't think so. But was he right on a lot of points? And there are a lot of concerns and a lot of questions. Absolutely. Well, same thing now. They want to basically prosecute anybody who doesn't back 100% global warming or climate change. They want to say climate change deniers ought to be arrested kind of a thing. And they're literally becoming the thought police. They're out of control. And it's all this warfare that Mike Lindell speaks of to where they're just silencing and shutting everybody up uh, out of fear. Fear and intimidation, folks. Listen very carefully. When the government's afraid of the people, we have liberty. When the people are afraid of the government, we have tyranny. Uh, that smacks of this reality check that Mike Lindell uh, is speaking out about very boldly. Lindell says we're going to show you everything. We're going to reveal it all. Now, answering his critics, Lindell, 
said that he will provide at least three ways that Trump can and should be reinstated according to the Constitution and the laws of our land. Lindell's proof of election fraud, if true, as he claims would require action from the Supreme Court and military tribunals. Some are growing ever angrier about this, and they're demanding those who are paid to run this country do their jobs and keep their oaths of office. There's also concern that the Phoenix, Arizona uh, vote count reality check will call a halt to the con game and blow this thing wide open, ladies and gentlemen. Defending the election will be almost impossible ignoring election night fraud. This is serious, um, Kurt, and they can just laugh it off and ignore it, but it reminds me of the same COVID thing. We said that COVID possibly came from a Chinese lab. They laughed and said, whacked out conspiracy nuts. Not true. A year later, they admit, hey, it's a way more likely that it came from a lab than from some food market idea. And now they got caught lying. I mean, it goes over and over and over. Same with the January 6th fiasco. They at first said, oh, man, everybody's involved in an insurrection. Donald's the great insurrectionist. There's no child uh, charges against President Trump. That's all a lie. They knew. Let me say it again. They knew that they were literally laying crimes to the feet of President Trump, which he did not commit. They knew it and did it full well. And now evidence of that reality is coming out. Out of the 500-plus people arrested, nobody's been charged with treason. Nobody's been charged with an insurrection. Not even close. People are getting charged with disturbing the peace or goopy little tic-tac things that they're under intimidation um, to cop to to try to make the government look like they have some goods on, on the people. This is serious, folks. And Lindell has said that other nations have concerns about foreign election interference in our 2020 election as well. He says, believe it or not, other journalists from outside of the United States are more accurate and more honest in their reporting. That's something that we've documented for a long time as well. Mm-hmm. Great point. And, uh, you know, so much of it is, uh, you know, I, I look there, Sam, and I, I mean, you mentioned Alex Jones. I look there on his uh, website, Infowars.com. You know, you try to find cybersecurity uh, uh, or, cy- excuse me, cyber symposium. You, you can find some entries for uh, Lindell and that kind of thing. The last one that I could find was like 17 days ago. But you'd think uh, this whole cyber symposium idea would certainly be something that Alex would want to cover. Um, I, I simply would say maybe. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I know lawsuits could be filed or could be threatened against even him i know i used to look and try to find things on the blaze i don't seem to be able to find much about um you know lindell on there i i mean i haven't heard glenn beck for a while but i haven't been able to hear uh at least when i have uh any talk about the election and that kind of thing is just kind of gone it seems like sam and so uh so much of this is there now on the other hand uh the one america news network guys um i did see an interview done by them on lindell tv at least that's on that site and uh, i'm surprised that i can't find much on wnd.com as well so. well it's hard to get information we'll come back and talk about it more uh, many americans feel that joe biden and hunter biden taking money 
from China prior to the election shows collusion. That the Biden family and the president are compromised. Amen to that as well. Hang tight. More with Kurt in seconds. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Demonstrators expressing solidarity with Cubans who waged a rare weekend of protests around their island nation shut down Miami's Palmetto Expressway Tuesday by mobbing onto the highway. An Iranian intelligence officer and three alleged members of an Iranian intelligence network have been charged in Manhattan with plotting to kidnap journalist Masi Alinejad, a human rights activist from New York to Iran. The FBI says the plot was part of a wider plan to lure three individuals in Canada and a fifth person in the United Kingdom to Iran. All targeted victims had been critical of Iran. The COVID-19 curve in the United States is rising again after months of decline, with the number of new cases per day doubling over the past three weeks. It's being driven by the fast-spreading Delta variant. Thank you for listening. We are USA Radio News. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan, double MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Let's get an update on the Afghan U.S. troop withdrawal. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau explains. The Pentagon announced last week that the U.S. military has withdrawn more than 90% of its troops and equipment from Afghanistan. This comes roughly two months ahead of the deadline President Biden had set earlier this year for American troops to pull out of the nation's longest war. Arkansas Republican Senator Tom Cotton joins Fox News to discuss the consequences of the U.S. troop drawdown. The Taliban's positions are uh, advancing even faster than the Biden administration predicted a few months ago. Um, and that's a grave concern for America's security. We have to remember that Afghanistan is where al-Qaeda launched the 9-11 attacks from. Some Republicans have sharply criticized the withdrawal of all troops, arguing that zero presence of American soldiers will embolden the Taliban. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. We are USA Radio News. Lindell said we're going to reveal it all, show you everything. Claims by Bill Barr and the mainstream press that there was no election fraud don't have any evidence for their claims. Yeah, where's the proof that there's no election fraud? We have plenty of evidence and plenty of gaps and missteps that make us believe there's vote fraud. We will show you our proof that there was election fraud with laws broken, and then you can try to counter or explain away 
the evidence offered, they say. Attorney Sidney Powell has previously stated that Trump should be reinstated after evidence of election fraud with foreign interference being presented. And just because it hasn't been done before, that does not set a legal precedent that it shouldn't happen. It should happen. Our country is very experimental. And um, we should, indeed, do something about this once the proof is released. I agree with all that. Kurt ended the last segment saying, hey, a lot of these news organizations, people that we would think would be covering this, aren't. And Kurt wonders why. And I would say that I've got a little bit of a knowledge of reasons why. I reached out to Sydney Powell, you know, five or ten times, uh, and she doesn't respond to me to have her on. Uh, I don't know how to reach out to Mike Lindell. I'd love to have him on. I'd love to go to this event, not sure how to get tickets or how to secure hotel rooms or all the things we would need. I don't know if a lot of the media people have tried and are given up. I don't know if there's an agenda, reason why they won't cover it. I don't know. But I know in my case, Kurt, I need money to go to cover this thing. It all costs money, folks. And I have to take off work every time I go anywhere because i got to support my family. I don't depend on your donations to support my family. Every donation you give us just helps us grow our presence in the media and cover very expensive costs. Nevertheless, I'd love to go to this event. But how do I put it together, Kurt? So that mm. might be a little bit of an explanation of why they're not getting some of the coverage that I think they should get. I don't know if that's the reality for a lot of these broadcasters and news people, but I know it's some of it because I'm experiencing it myself. Kurt? Great point, Sam. And, um, you know, I mean, we're, we're simply not saying, hey, you know, just because we can't find it uh, here on these sites where we would normally see it like for example on uh, the epic times i uh, i mean typically they're pretty good size uh, supporters of that kind of thing although i have a hard time finding anything about um you know the cyber um symposium there um now you know i mean i i think at least i feel like these guys have uh great stuff uh typically and that kind of thing but uh, I'm not seeing much there about it. And yet, to me, I would say this is a pretty big news story, don't you think, Sam? I think it's huge news. But here's the question, Kurt. So if I want to go now, I know it's in uh, you know, South Dakota, right? I know that it's in Sioux Falls, 1,000 miles away, so I've got to fly. I can book my flights, no problem. Uh, I'd love to go. How do I secure a hotel room? How do I get a hold of Mike Lindell and make sure that I've got a ticket to this thing? Uh, we're bona fide, certified media. We've been in it, this radio program. Liberty Roundtable Live has been in the media for 25 years. We owned a terrestrial FCC-licensed radio station for 10 of those years. Uh, we have been in the news. We, we broadcasted live from the Republican National Convention. We were broadcasted live from the Donald Trump inauguration. Uh, we certainly have enough credentials to get this done. I'm a well-known talk show host, not trying to make myself more important than I am, but trying to develop credentials because that's what it takes to become legitimate media and enter these venues sometimes. Um, I've also built software for the uh, radio industry, so I'm a well-known tech in the radio industry uh, person in addition to just being a talk show host and a um, radio network owner. Uh, I ran and engineered and built radio networks. So uh, my credentials are there. If I don't have credentials to go, virtually nobody has credentials to go, Kurt, is my point. And I bring that up because how do I now take the next step then? 
If I'm going to cover this more, it requires the next steps. What do I do next? It's a great point. Um, you know, and as I look at uh, frankspeech.com, and, uh, you know, there's a number of choices there. One is events. Choose Uh-oh. events. Say that again. We lost you. Say it again. Okay, one one choice on uh, frankspeech.com is events. And when you go there, you know, it just says more events coming soon. Um, I think, you know, this has a lot to do with what we've experienced over time, Sam. And that is, hey, you do all that you can. You try to put everything together. Uh, but these guys have... I mean, there's a small group of guys that are working on this and uh, probably doing the best they can, just like we do. And, uh, you know, don't have it all together. Um, like if they were, I mean, you remember those events, we'd put things on, uh, Sam, with the CSPOA and the different things like that. And every so often, um, things didn't always work out perfectly for us, uh, you know, and I wouldn't That's be surprised sure. if it's this hard. wasn't right. the same situation. Now, I'll tell you this. This is interesting. You know. Right when you were about to make your significant point, you cut out, Kurt. And so that's why mm. I had you repeat it. Uh, the reason Thank I'm you. bringing this up, though, is I had somebody email me. I don't know if they want their name mentioned, but they're a listener. And they basically said this. This has been happening occasionally on Patriot Radio for years. But here in 2021, it is, seems to be happening with ever-increasing frequency. It's happening in epic proportions. What am I talking about? Whenever a guest or a caller or, in our case, a co-host mentions a sensitive topic, and particularly when the guest or caller is trying to furnish real meat and potato information, there seems to be somehow a glitch. The line starts breaking up, gaps, garbled, fades out. and, And then he says this. It's very frustrating out here in listener land, and especially when quite a bit of important information is missed. One has to wonder if the host is aware of this interference. Oftentimes, the host proceeds if they heard perfectly. Hmm. They finish. Now, several things I know. I don't think there's one explanation for this. I'm just being candid in the media. I think a lot of times when a blip happens, but then the guest comes back or the caller comes back, Oftentimes, we just ignore it because we want the show to, to flow and move along and be steady. And, and so if there's a little blip missed, we feel like the information oftentimes gets repeated later uh, or whatever else. And the blip, if you focus on it, just derails radio time, right? So sometimes we ignore it. Sometimes we ask for it to be repeated. So I don't know in every case what's going on. But there is no doubt that society is moving towards less and less reliable and stable technology. And I'll give you a quick example to prove the point. You know, we've moved to cell phones and audio over Internet protocol, or VoIP is what they call it, voice over Internet protocol, VoIP um, technology. And cell phone and VoIP technology is a lot less stable than the old landlines were. Now, I know it can produce better audio on occasion and all that kind of stuff, but it blips out a lot when people are on cell phones, when people are on uh, the Internet. There is dropouts, and there are things, and I don't think that there's necessarily a tampering or meddling that makes that happen. Oftentimes, it's just the technology is used. And since I built audio over IP software, I happen to know a little bit about it, right? If you want to learn about my software, if you question my credentials, go to audiocompass.com, and you can see what software program I've developed, okay? But I bring this up because I think a lot of it is legitimate, just the technologies we're using. Um, the problem is hosts need to stop and have their guests repeat information. 
Sometimes the host may hear it fine, though. And the problem is somehow the stream that's being sent out to the public um, is what's being tampered with or, or having a problem. And the host doesn't isn't aware of it. So I think you've got all kinds of cases that are causing this problem. The caller's right, or the listener's right, that there's no doubt this is frustrating and problematic and only adds to the conspiracy questions that we have. Whenever there's a critical piece of information that's supposed to go out, blip, 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 oh, we lost you. Huh. Okay, how often is that reality? And it's beyond a coincidence discussion is his point, and he's right as rain about that. So anyway, our prayers are that we can work with Mike Lindell. Uh, and uh, others, Steve Bannon and uh, Brandon House and others to uh, promote Lindell TV uh, or frankspeech.com. I think they're both two uh, sites to the same sources of information, I think. Um, I would love to go and I'd love to cover it and I'd love to report on it. Um, it's hard for me to travel everywhere because of funding. I'm just being candid and honest, folks. And it's hard for me to travel everywhere because, again, who do I get to hunt down how to get tickets for this? I mean, right now. I don't have a ticket, and I don't, which means I can't enter the venue, and I don't have a hotel room. Now, if I can get those two things nailed down, we can kind of assess our costs and see if we can go. I mean, if all of a sudden Mike Lindell says, yes, Sam, I got five tickets or whatever for you and your staff to attend, and I got a couple of hotel rooms, we'll even take care of the bill on your hotel rooms, well, now I'm going for sure. Um, if they say hotel rooms are, you know, 600 bucks a night, I'm going to struggle unless y'all donate a lot of money. Okay, so the reality is what I'm articulating to you. Uh, and, and I would love to go and I'd love to cover this, Kurt. And so when we bring up other people aren't covering it, it's not hard to see why in some ways because how do you get the information? I don't have time. I can on 10 other stories or spend five hours on this one and come up empty-handed. That's part of the problem, whether they um, you know, are doing their best or not. That's just the reality. Anyway, we'll come back and talk about that. And then there's an interesting headline from Donald Trump that we want to cover before the end of the hour with Kirk Crosby. Localhoneyman.com, his website, back in a flash on your radio. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education. 
conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. And, and I'm not trying to attack anybody here, but I am trying to be frank about this, okay? If we're going to do frank speech, let's be frank, shall we? Mike Lindell literally promoting this symposium. But I type in Mike Lindell cyber symposium tickets. Um, I don't know when I can or how I can get tickets. There's nothing on it. If you type that in, you get nothing. Mike Lindell, Cyber Symposium Tickets. So it's going to be very hard to have a big showing for this when no one knows how to get tickets and no one knows where it is. So it's very strange. I'm not downing them. Maybe that information will come quickly. I hope that it does. I hope that I can go and all that. But it seems very weird to me. We want to make this a huge push. We want to tell the whole world about this. It'll change the world, change history. But you don't know where to go, and you don't know how to get in. At some point, Kurt, that's a little strange to me. Great point, Sam. Now, there's a couple of options. I thought it was interesting, though. Uh, by the way, uh, you remember how many times we'd be together, and you'd have like three sets of headphones on, Sam. Um, yeah, that you know, happens. I don't know how you. Do- <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know how you do it because you only have two ears. But I mean, I don't have a choice. Put, you know. Uh, you just put those uh, different headphones on there so that you can hear the different things. Well, I was kind of doing the same thing. I only had two sets of headphones on. You know what I mean? Because I hey, mean, man, I Kurt's only getting there, two ladies ears. and gentlemen. That's right. I could, you know, someday I, I'll grow up to be like you, Sam. But anyway, uh, so I was doing the best I could to uh, register at frankspeech.com. You know, uh, there's a place there where you can... Uh, create an account and I thought well maybe this is how you know I could get more info or whatever um, but the problem is when I did all that it was you know told me to do then it took me to a place and it said uh, hey you know you're gonna this is not where you need to be we've got, you know there's a problem with what you did or whatever and so you know once again it could be Sam it could be either hey, Mike's doing all this stuff and it's just, you know, bogus. Or it could be that, you know, they, they. I mean, there's three possibilities, in my opinion. Either the one, you know, it's just leading us on. Uh, or number two, uh, they're suffering because they don't have everything done all the time and they're not, you know, as up to snuff. Or they might have uh, opposition by, I mean, big operations like Google and Facebook. And, well, and, and my experience and, you know, says, Kurt, like that, that one's probably not true. Two and three are very likely. That's what I was thinking. It's kind of a combination of the second and third. Well, let me give you an way, example to make the point. You know, I'm supposed to yeah. be at Freedom Fest next week, and I'm scrambling mm-hmm. to get everything done that I need to do to go. 
and I'm having all kinds of problems. I was supposed to submit an ad, <clears throat> a, a document that was supposed to go in everybody's, um, I don't know what you call it. Um, you get a bag when you go, you know, of all the different literature yeah. and the programs yeah. and the advertisements. What's the handout bag, handout thing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's a word for it, um, swag or whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, okay. uh, the problem is I'm supposed to get that to him. The problem is I've been so busy I haven't mailed it, and now I'm too late. So somebody would mm. say I'm trying to sabotage the CSPOA. Not hardly. I, I just can't get to it. You'd say, <laughs> well, what about the others in the in the mix? Well, Tanya is the other person in the mix, but she just had two back-to-back sheriff's organization events where they trained 50 public officials at each one, so over 100 public officials got trained last weekend. Richard's on the bus tour with Robert David Steele, and he's not able to get it done. And so we just don't have it done, but there's no conspiracy. We're just struggling. We just need more dollars to hire more people to help us, but we don't have the dollars, right? Um, I can quit my full-time job, but then how do I support my family if I spend more time on it? So I get number two. And I believe number three, the sabotage, I think is true. Good I mean, point. we know that because we know Joe Arpaio, for example, had evidence on Barack's fake birth certificate. He got stymied at every turn. I had the inside scoop to that. I set up a form for Mike, uh, what's that guy's name? Something Z, Zillow. Uh, Michael that, Zillow, I Zillow. think is his name. Yeah, maybe that's right. Zulo. Okay. Anyway. I can't remember, but he was Zulu. the right-hand Zulu, man. I think. Yeah. Zulu, yeah. He was the right-hand man for Joe Arpaio to dig in and prove the vote fraud. Well, I set up for Mike Zulo to present to, what, like 200 sheriffs and public officials and everything else? I was on the inside on that one, folks. I know plenty about it. Okay? But I'm telling you, we still couldn't get the word out. We still got ignored and mocked and ridiculed and shut down. But we had no attempt, uh, no desire or attempt to spike it. I was the one that tried to promote it, for crying out loud. So there is sabotage that's reality. There's no doubt about that. If you don't believe me, just ask Ammon Bundy, who had his attorney tased in court, okay? If you don't believe me, just ask Ammon Boy. Bundy, who spent two years behind bars, and he's guilty of nothing. nothing. Okay, this is the kind of stuff we're dealing with, folks, and it's very, very tough. That's why your financial support is so vital, so helpful, so needful. All right, moving on, and we'll keep an eye on this Mike Lindell case, and if we can get tickets, we'll be there. If we can, if we can find a way to make it happen, we're going to do it. We'd love to cover it and love to support it to the best of our ability. I'll tell you that right now. But right now, I need a, uh, to be able to secure a hotel room, uh, and I need to be able to get tickets. Now, you could say, well, Sam, go try to get your own hotel room. I can try that, but if I don't have tickets to the event, going there in a hotel room is not going to help much. Okay, so I'm not That's trying to be right. difficult. I'm just saying I want to go. What do I got to do to get a t- to secure a ticket? Once I do that, I can start to make travel plans. I would love nothing more than to go there live and cover it and report on it, ladies and gentlemen. All right, now, here's the headline from Donald Trump, and it's a very interesting one that I find compelling. Here it is. Donald Trump, quote, have you noticed that the radical left is admitting that I'm right, that I was right about everything they lied about before the election? I think this directly relates to Mike Lindell's point. Why did they lie about everything before the election? Now they're admitting Donald was correct and it's true. No apologies, mind you, but listen. Hydroxychloroquine works. The China virus Mm -hmm. came from a Chinese lab. Hunter Biden's laptop was real. Lafayette Square was not cleared for a photo op. The Russian bounty story was fake. We did produce vaccines by 2021. Yeah. In record time, he says, I might add. Now, I'm not liking that one, but it is something he accomplished and promised and completed that they mocked him for. 
Blue mm-hmm. state lockdowns did not work. Schools should be opened. Critical race theory is a disaster for our schools and our country. Our southern border security program was unprecedentedly successful. The media and their Democrat partners spent years lying about me to the American people, but it turns out I was right all along. And I see no apologies, no retractions, no admitting. I think that Donald Trump is spot on on that, Kurt. Good point. And speaking of Donald Trump, the uh, latest statement from DonaldJTrump.com, you know, that news desk you told me about, Sam, um, you know, it comes on the 12th, so today's the 14th, but it says, uh, statement by him, uh, hopefully American Republican patriots, he says, will primary the Rhino state senators in Michigan who refused to properly look into the election irregularities and fraud which took place in Detroit and much of the rest of Wayne County. In the 2020 presidential election, the challengers will have great and powerful MAGA support. They are now seeing the extent to what took place in the 2020 presidential election scam Watch Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and more. Anyway, that's short and sweet, but um, amen. You know, good for President yeah. Trump on that. Uh, mm-hmm. I got an interesting final story that's good news, Kurt. This is an example yeah. to make my point. When we build our own institutions, we gain ground every time. All right, here's the headline: Christian hero Nick Fujisic, I think is how you say his name. He's a Christian motivational speaker. Nick Nujizic, he's the founder of Ministry for Life Without Limbs, is now the target of an anti-Christian banking scandal. So here's what happened. They kicked him off of his bank and said he couldn't do banking information. He He said, I got kicked out of a bank with no warning. It froze my credit cards. It froze my debit cards. It froze everything. They did a review of me as a client. And they don't want anything to do with me, so they flat out shut me down. Well, you want to know what he did, Kurt? Well, yes. Started mm-hmm. a bank. <laughs> yeah. Christian hero Nick Fujisic canceled by bank, so he creates own pro-life bank. Cool. They don't want anything to do with me, he says. Bob Unruh with the story, WND.com. But this is, in my opinion, a real story to tell the tale of liberty. Think about this, ladies and gentlemen. This guy got shut down by the banks. Now, most of us would wring our hands and go, the banks are liberal. Maybe we can go to the court and sue the bank. Maybe we can blah, 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 blah. And I always say, why don't you start your own if you don't, if you don't like it? Why do we let all the mm-hmm. banks be ran by the thugs and the liberals and the enemies? Why do we exactly. let all the media outlets be run by our enemies? Why do we, why do we let the schools? The, I can go on and on and on and on. Big business. Why is it always ran by these whacked out extreme haters of all things pro-life and good and moral? So I felt that way literally 25 plus years ago and started my own media company. And they can say, Sam, well, you're nobody. Fine. Say what you want. But at least I keep my own advice. Okay. And I'm telling you right now, this guy, Nick, starting his own bank called the Pro-Life Bank. um, If Christians, if pro-life Americans... If liberty-loving folks support his bank, he'll be incredibly successful. We better build our own. We better start our. We better not just whine and complain. Oh, all the liberals own the banks. I wonder why. Oh, all the liberals own all the media. I wonder why. Okay, we need to put our money where our mouth is, ladies and gentlemen. And we need to double down and get serious. 
And I hope that I have at least enough authority to speak on the subject since that's what I've done with my money and my time for 25 plus years. Now, I'm not pitching me as a hero. What I'm pitching is the solution that this Nick guy uh, is doubling down on, Kurt. It's the solution that matters. It isn't me. I'm just part of it. I'm grateful to be part of it. It isn't about me. It's about the solutions is the point, Kurt. Great point, Sam. And uh, going along with that, uh, one more little statement from the uh, 45th president of the United States. Uh, you know, uh, you mentioned CPAC the other day. Uh, he said the, he's got 98% approval rating at CPAC, the highest ever by far a new record. Uh, and what it, what it does is it doesn't really, you know, put a star on President Trump. It does on his issues and his efforts, uh, you know, like Ron Paul said years ago. Freedom is popular, Sam, and uh, people are interested in freedom, and, you know, all kinds of people are interested in that. Yes. Now, this is another thing. You sent me a headline that confuses me further, Kurt. Mike Lindell to present evidence from experts at Cyber, Cyber Forensic Symposium in July. I thought this thing was in August. Well, it's right, and I think this is part of the whole, um, um, I mean, basically he said back in, I think it was June, that he was going to say in July when it was going to be, and so that might be part of that, or it might be part to the confusion, to confuse us more or whatever, but uh, Well, it might be the the mainstream press is is manipulating what, you know, instead of saying there's an announcement in July about the event in August, maybe they're mixing it up, Kurt. Who knows? Good point. Yeah, it sure is right. It Uh, wouldn't surprise me if that were intentional either. Good point. Anyway, we'll keep an eye on this ball. We'll try to create a, a stable, standard reporting mechanism on this. We'll do our best to get tickets and go and cover it. Uh, To the best of our ability, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we will do. How's that for a commitment? Very good, sir. All right, Kurt. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Our website's localhoneyman.com, libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net. Donate liberally. God save the republic.